0: Good morning good afternoon good evening and good night no matter where you are in the world thanks for tuning in you're listening to the lost and living podcast a podcast by boardies and beanies where we talk about the mountains to the ocean and everything in between i wanted to start today by just thanking everyone for the reception i got for episode one it was absolutely amazing i didn't expect it to reach as far as it did like i got listens all over the world And it resonated so well with so many people, which is exactly why I did this podcast. So I'm wrapped about that. And I'm hanging to get into episode two. Before I do, just again, like I said last episode, remember, I don't represent any entity or organization. Everything I talk about is purely my own opinions and beliefs. And I usually just speak from experience. So if I'm giving advice on something, it's something maybe I went through. Obviously, my circumstances don't always align with everyone's, but like if you can take anything from what I'm saying, then that's a positive. So once again, thank you very much. I wrapped it how episode one went, which is why I've decided instead of once a month, we're going to do these episodes once a fortnight at the moment. Obviously, that gives room for growth again, as I do have a few people interested in getting on the podcast and a couple others that I want to reach out to get on as well, so... Couldn't be more stoked with how it went. Now, if you didn't happen to catch episode one, we just talked a little bit about the structure of what we're going to be doing on this podcast. Usually every week I'll talk about, you know, a deeper type of topic that people don't often talk about. I'll use my own experiences to run alongside that. And then we'll also just talk about my life. You know, it is from the mountains to the ocean and everything in between. And everything in between is life. So yeah, I'll be talking about my experiences moving overseas and exploring this new land of North Yorkshire and just everything it has to offer and it has so much to offer so really excited about that. So without further ado let's get stuck into episode two. Now after the feedback I got in episode one it was it was humbling just seeing so many people that were in the same boat like everyone kind of deals with starting again at some point in their life but it's crazy how alone we feel when when we want to make that decision to pack up and just start again reset in life or you know we think we're too old or you know what if it doesn't work out all that type of stuff like we did talk about that episode one so if you want to go listen to it again it's worth a listen and i'm sure we'll bring it up at one point or another throughout the journey but for today i wanted to talk about confidence There are a few common denominators that came out of episode one. Obviously one we just spoke about was that we're not as alone as we think. Like we have so many other people going through similar circumstances but because we feel like we're alone we kind of alienate ourselves and don't reach out. So just remember when you are going through something tough usually someone more often than not has been through it before. So you're not alone. And the other was confidence. People wish they had more confidence to put themselves out there more. So I thought no better way to push forward than hitting on that. I feel like confidence is often misconstrued. Like, yeah, someone believes that whatever they are doing will happen however they expect. Some people are absolutely, definitely confident. But how often is that? See, even the people we perceive as the most confident have times where they don't fully believe or have doubt in what they're doing. Movie stars, artists, athletes, all individuals who seem larger than life people often looked up to and thought of to be super confident absolutely have moments of self doubt will this movie or song flop will we lose the next game you know just whatever it is we're doing sometimes more often than not people have doubt whether it's going to pan out the way they want it to pan out no matter who they are including myself i'm often described as a very confident outgoing individual even before i lost all my weight the truth is, I actually wasn't as confident as I was perceived to be. I'd often find myself adjusting my t-shirt, thinking it was too tight and wanting it to look like not be sitting on my stomach, hoping that no one was looking, or I was avoiding attention because, like, what if people were making fun of me or how big I was? Stuff like that. Like, I had so many issues with my own image that I just automatically assumed that everyone else was thinking the same thing, whether they were going to say it to my face or not. And yes, things did change when I lost weight. I didn't touch my top as much, nor did I shy away or lessen myself to avoid attention. But see, I don't mind having a laugh or enjoying myself. That's one thing I carry with me before the weight loss, after the weight loss, and throughout the rest of my life. I love dancing around, singing, just making people smile. But I still did see things when I was heavier just differently. My confidence did change with my transformation, though it was more my doubt shifted from my image, now directly related to my new challenges. What if something doesn't work out? What if I drown surfing, break a leg snowboarding, fall off my skateboard? What if starting again, all these people are going to judge me and talk ill about me? One big one that was probably the hardest to deal with was what if people think that just because I lost weight, that's why I want to make all these changes in my life. Like it had nothing to do with this new drive that I had, but everyone was going to judge me for wanting to, you know, put myself in a different situation for whatever reason. They wouldn't see it as me just wanting to be happy, but instead thinking I'd change altogether, that I wasn't that, you know, bloke that made people smile in any room I walked into, but now I just love myself, which, you know, to be honest, that happened. So, how did I remain confident? Or how did I gain confidence in what I saw myself doing? Or how do you know, the most confident people that we talked about before, perceived confident, their stars, how do they deal with these self-doubts or doubts in general? In my opinion, it's not so much that we focus on the doubts, but we accept them. So you be okay with things going either way. Obviously, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. That way, even when you're not completely confident in something, you won't hold yourself back. Because more often than not, when we're not confident, we do tend to hold ourselves back and sometimes even just give up altogether. So take something simple like making friends for an example. You have to put yourself out there socially. And when we lack the confidence, the doubt kicks in, it can be so hard. You start thinking what if people don't like me, what if I don't like them, what if they're mean, like just so many thoughts. So a lot of us just avoid it, and more often than not, it creates social anxiety. Not myself, I'm not exactly shy, but I use these techniques, and I'm about to share them with you. So, for me, it's about being okay with any outcome. In order to do that, you have to ask yourself, why? Why are you thinking like this? Why why wouldn't they like you? You're amazing. Why do you have these doubts and fears? Now go over the worst and best case scenario. Worst case, you don't make any friends for whatever reason. Maybe they are mean and you don't necessarily like them. You know there's over 7 billion people on this planet and we're bound to have a few personalities that don't gel for whatever reason. That's not a reflection of your character or theirs. Best case scenario, great. You make more friends. Some you'll have for a few weeks a few years or life, it's never too late to make friends in life, I've learned that as I hop along this planet from place to place, meeting new people. Now another common belief I disagree with is I'm too old. So many people use this as excuse for endless challenges, but we'll talk about that another day. Now, just accept these scenarios. You don't make a friend, well are you really in a worse case than you were before? Or they're a mean individual. Honestly, the saying goes, no one above you is talking down on you. It's so true. Maybe they have their own demons, they need to sort out, whatever. But if they were being mean, like do you really need friends like that? Most of the time, there's no real loss. However, we're putting yourself out there put you in a worse situation, you might actually find yourself with people around you that are actually looking for the same thing, and you'll connect on that basis alone. For example two, I want to talk about going to the gym. I see this so often. People lacking confidence and even super intimidated of the gym. Another major topic for another day, the intimidating nature of the fitness industry. But people are not going to gym because they fear what the gym junkie will say. And I'll say that in quotation marks. I have been referred to this many times myself. I do love my fitness. I always have. So yeah, I'm just it's it's just the loose term that I'm using now just to describe for people. So let's use the same accepting technique. Cuz often people go in there they think people are going to be judged and talk about you. Now how will that impact you poorly? If someone is really that self-righteous or up themselves that they think they have the right to judge anyone trying to better their life, that's not a reflection of you. You don't know them and their energy really can't impact you at all, to be honest. And it is just pathetic. I hate bullies and I hate this scenario so much. But remember, we're just talking worst case scenario. So if that person, that meathead, quotation marks again, is judging you in the gym, then more often than not, they're really insecure or actually quite jealous of you and they actually have no power over you at all. But more often than not, I swear to you, they are only checking themselves out in the mirror. And that's it. Most people in the gym, and I, I can't say all, but most people in the gym are really only there to better themselves. So they are only looking at themselves. I've been told myself before that I came across inseminating in the gym, which, you know, rocked me to my core because I hated that. Like, I, I pride myself on being a super approachable person. So I told that person, no, like, you come and work out with me. We can have some fun. If I'm looking blank or, you know, just soulless, it's because I'm actually on another planet thinking about something else and not the gym. I just like to have fun. And I'm usually smiling and having a bit of a boogie between sets, not taking it very seriously. So I hope, I hope that I come across more approachable. But yeah, so worst case scenario, someone's judging you who cares? That's a reflection of them and their own issues. Not a single human in that gym is better than you. I don't care how fit, how shredded, how far along their fitness journey they are, no one is better than you. So go in there, don't worry about what anyone is thinking because you're there to better yourself. So how could that be bad? And if they do talk a bit of smack, well, they're beneath you and not worth a second thought. These methods can really be used in almost any scenario where you find yourself being unconfident. Why are you thinking like this? Go over the best-case scenarios, the worst-case scenario, accept them both, and go get it. More often than not, your worst-case scenario actually isn't that bad and you don't lose no matter what. So as long as you can accept both outcomes, go and get it. See, confidence Absolutely does come more naturally to others. I won't deny that. But does that mean it can't be taught or learnt? Absolutely not, in my opinion. You just got to build on it daily. You got out of bed confidently. Even if it wasn't confidently, you accepted all the outcomes and got out of bed. You chose your clothes, what to wear, chose what to eat. You did all these things confidently or unconfidently, having accepted all the outcomes. So you just have to build on that. It's a bit like this podcast. You know, will people listen? Will people not be able to understand me? Do I sound silly? I could go on with all the negative, doubtful thoughts I had about it. And you know what? Sure, they could all come true. But what's the worst that can happen? I'm not losing anyone or anything. And people that I don't know can't really impact me. So have a laugh, even if it's at my expense. See, good side is, I could help even just one person. And the best case, we grow to something that helps as many people as possible. So, I'm okay with that. I embrace it all, and I'm having a crack. So, if sometimes you stop yourselves because of lack of confidence, try these steps, or hit me up. And I'll help you see you actually have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So, there you go. That's my spill on confidence for today. So whatever it is, you're holding yourself back. I hope now you just go and get it. Now, it's time to get stuck into the living part of the Lost and Living podcast, where I just talk about stories from the last fortnight. We actually had a few adventures getting lost and living the last fortnight. Uh, We went to London to catch up with family, which was cool. But I actually got sick as a dog. In the last episode, I did say I was a little bit sick. It hit me like a ton of bricks on the weekend um, past, so that was a bit uneventful. I spent the weekend in the hotel room sleeping, wishing I could be out there exploring, but I do love London. It is a nice city, but it is crazy busy. You know, when people told me that London was busy. I didn't expect it to be like it is. Like London, Melbourne's a busy city. It's a beautiful, big, lovely city, so many skyscrapers. You know, when you go to London, there's not a whole heap of skyscrapers, but there's a constant stream of people all day, no matter where you are. It's crazy to see. And it's fun to just explore the food scene with the boss. You know, we we love our food, um, as I've said before. And we found this really cool place in Covent Garden called Avo Bar. Um, Aussies, we love avocado. You know, I actually struggle to find avocado in the uk like i did back home and even the taste is a little bit different but these avocados at avo bar spot on it was beautiful they even had a smoothie bowl which people that know me know i love a smoothie bowl Um, but they had avo in their mix which was different i probably don't prefer it but it was fun to have and i did like it other than that the smashed avo tops so beautiful place beautiful atmosphere if you do go into covent garden and want breakfast suss out Avo Bar. Well, while i'm talking about all these cool places too just remember if i don't mention that i get paid for it i'm not getting paid for it so i'm just talking about stuff that i like um and just sharing that with you so that's what it's all about you know just if you have a, a restaurant that you love share it with people so that's what i'm doing here oh and it's snowed. i can't forget that like Obviously, Australia's not a super snowy place. Uh, Much to the surprise of locals here, we do have snow in Australia. And it's rad, and I love it, and I love snowboarding. But compared to the rest of the world, yeah, the snow in Australia, just, it's more ice. But I was sitting in my living room, looking outside, and it snowed, and it was just magic. You know, like, I walked out the back door, and just stood, and you can't hear anything it's like this sound barrier just gets set up in the snow and it was so peaceful very zen i was so sorry you know much to the dismay of the locals because no one enjoyed it it seems but i absolutely loved it so i want it to snow again but it is spring now so i don't think it will but I'm, you know, i'm excited for christmas next year, this year i could get a white christmas and from Australia, we have we have barbecues at Christmas time and wear shorts and shirts. Like, it's it's summer. So that's going to be different. My first cold Christmas this year, I'm hanging for it. You know, it's, it's not even the end of March, and I'm stoked for Christmas. Also, we headed into North Bay Scarborough to a little surf shop uh, called Dexter's. I heard about it a little bit on the gram, and I had to check it out. And it really did not disappoint. It's not like your average surf shop with all... The big brands but they have their own clothing label which i thought was super unique and then i got to talking to the people there about it and the clothing label actually goes into supporting their staff get better calls for their surf instructors because it's like a surf school as well so the profits from the clothing label go directly back to these individuals that are out there teaching surfing to so many people but they kind of have this vibe about it, like it's super inclusive, like anyone could come there and learn, um, no matter how old you are, no matter how what gender you are, you know, like you could just come in and have a good time and they were massive advocates on mental health too, which obviously I was super stoked about, it's something the owner said to me while I was in there, he goes, we're all a bit broken <laughs> and I kind of loved it, you know, like you accept it we've all got something we're, we're all a little bit broken in some way but how about let's all get together and maybe other people can be your missing piece you know so it was cool and they're using the ocean and surfing as a way to really improve people's mental health so i was all over it dexter's north scarborough amazing people amazing initiatives and surf so you really can't lose we also went and explored Robin Hood's Bay. Now, if you don't know Robert Hood's Bay or the history behind it, it's an old smuggler's village or pirate village where they used to use, you know, the tunnels under the whole village as a way of kind of escaping the law and just the village itself because there's no real roads, like there's all these small, narrow passageways and no one really knew how to get around like the smugglers so they would just dart in and out of the streets and evade capture not only that but this town is absolutely gorgeous right on the beach there's a massive ramp that goes out you know when the tide goes out you can walk super far out into the onto the rocks and i've noticed when the tide goes out there's this perfect little a-frame peak right at the end but it just doesn't barrel for long enough like it quickly stands up barrels that's it so you couldn't surf it but it's it's like so close to being a surf spot that it's not funny And even if it's not, I just love barrels being formed and just watching them, no matter what. So, so Robin Hood's Bay is just one of my favorite little getaways. I love going there. The town's real quiet at the moment. Apparently it's heaving in summer. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But it's just a gorgeous little town to get away and kind of like feel like you're unwinding and escaping the world. But also you're not too far away at the same time because it's only about 40 minutes from my place. And it's by the ocean, so you really can't go wrong at all. Now, if you do go to Rob Bay, check out Bramble's. It's Bramble's Bistro, down near the bottom, uh, right near the boat ramp across from the Smugglers. I haven't sussed out the Smugglers yet, which is another bar slash pizza joint. But we went to Bramble's Bistro this time. And the Chateau Briand, or Chateau Briand, uh, look, I don't know how to say it. I'm just having a crack was some of the best steak I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. So try that for dinner. That's enough to share with two people. So that was great. Me and the Mrs. shared. And we actually enjoyed dinner and a few cocktails that much that we went back for breakfast the next day and had the Eggs Benny, which was also so good. Um, I did a reel about it on my Instagram if you want to check it out and get a bit more visual. But yeah, Bramble's Bistro in Robin Hood's Bay, definitely go to if you want a really nice kind of romantic getaway it's just there's something about that place that's really special the whole town in general so rob Bay, bamble's bistro get around it lastly a little bit of fun after episode one beck from bbc york she hit me up and asked me to be on the radio so i did a, a special guest spot on the radio for a segment in her show called three by the sea where we just talked about, you know, like um, an item that reminds you of the sea, a song that reminds you of the sea and a specific coastline. So I haven't been here long enough to really pick a song yet. And I went a bit cliche and chose a surfboard as my item, you know, nothing else kind of says the ocean more than a surfboard to me. I went with Howls Bells, which I don't know if that's the local vibe over here, a bit of ACDC. But I chose Hell's Bells because it reminded me of a beach back home, Bells Beach, my favorite beach. You know, Torquay was my favorite town in Victoria, the state I was from. And Bells just listening to it on the morning of the pro surf comp there. Like every morning at Dawn Patrol, they, they blast Hell's Bells on the speakers. It just it's energetic. You know, it stokes me for the day. So that was my fun time on the radio. But yeah, check out Beck. Uh, Monday nights at six thirty on BBC York, but that was my fortnight. Did a few things, chilled out, was a little bit sick. Overall, had fun. You know, I went to the gym, did what I usually do. So, it was another great two weeks in the books. But that's it for today. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed episode two. I had a lot more fun doing it. Uh, I feel a bit more confident in front of the mic as well as I changed the structure a little bit. So. But we'll see what the feedback's like so again if if you like this and even if you don't like it hit me up on instagram at boardies and beanies so n not end just the letter n november boardies and beanies um on instagram i'll have reels up there too of all the travels and just the fun stuff we get up to um as well as pictures exploring so it's a bit more visual for you guys I've also started a website where I'm going to start blogging all these episodes, so if you wanted to just listen or read the confidence section, you can head over to the same as my Instagram, boardiesandbeanies.com, and have a look at that. Uh, We've got some exciting things coming for the website, but stay tuned. Not ready yet to you know, divulge all that, but I will in the future, so very keen today we talked about confidence you know more about being accepting the best and worst case scenarios and just having a crack so i hope that helps someone if it did sick if it didn't you know and you need help with something again i'm approachable hit me up i got your back but i truly believe we're all capable of absolutely amazing things so whatever it is you're after you got this next fortnight a very hard subject for a lot of people to talk about and you know sometimes a hard subject for me to talk about um, we're going to talk about mental health and I will be touching on suicide a bit now I don't want it to be a dark episode but you know I will be saying a lot about my own experiences with losing my best friend to suicide and just you know the aftermath of all that and just everything about it so it will be deep but we'll keep it light-hearted and still have a laugh hopefully and hopefully it helps people so stoked on that episode episode three in two weeks time now before I go I just want to give people the opportunity to you know have their say in this podcast as well because I'm doing this podcast for everyone hopefully with everyone like I said I've got a few guest spots coming soon very soon I'm just working all that out that's going to be very fun but in the spirit of confidence and understanding that some people just aren't ready to challenge that best worst case scenario, I still want to give people the opportunity to put their story out there, you know, put it out there, but you don't have to put your name and face to it. So if you've got an experience that I've touched on or haven't touched on yet that you want to share with the world, hit me up and let's get it sorted. And hopefully maybe next week, I can have a story and just an experience from someone else in the world that want to share with all you so that'll be pretty fun too and hopefully that helps people see even more so that there's so many people out there that are in your shoes you know and we can all find solace in knowing that you know we're all together so let's do it let's have fun as always hope you had fun listening hope you smiled you know hope you laughed hope you have a great fortnight ahead i will see you in two weeks time or I'll, i'll speak to you in two weeks time until then Stay psyched, enjoy yourself, and let's go. You